0: this week on The Breakup Breakdown. I am like beginning to get ready and he basically walks in and he's like, I'm not gonna marry you. Signing that piece of paper means I'm signing up to be miserable for the rest of my life. We have a house, we have a dog, we have all of this, this whole life together that I didn't wanna throw away. In that moment, I said, we're going to have the party. I'm at my wedding that I planned for two years,
1: and the one person I wanted here with me is MIA. Your wedding day is the one time you should be guaranteed a date, but sometimes that just isn't the case. Hey, what's up? It's Abby from The Breakup Breakdown. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. If you're new here, this is the podcast that gets the details of the messy breakups you want to know more about. Like maybe it's something you've seen on TikTok, or maybe you've always been curious about that girl you know from college who had that long term boyfriend, and then all of a sudden she was kind of cryptic. About about something going on in her life and then you realize, wait, I think she went through a breakup and I kind of want to know more. You can submit all of those tips and suggestions in the episode description. You'll find a submission form link there. And hey, you can also submit your own breakup story if you want to come on. Whatever it is, we love hearing the story and getting some good lessons along the way. And as always, if there's a certain part of this interview that you want to jump to, you can find timestamps in the episode description. Hey, Heartbreakers. Welcome back to another episode of The Breakup Breakdown. Thanks for tuning in. So this week we've got a submission from tiktok where somebody said that their fiance broke up with them on the day they were supposed to get married but before we get into that every week we give a shout out to a different domestic violence shelter throughout the country just to raise more awareness if you want to help out and you feel called to do so this week we're giving a shout out to coburn place in indianapolis indiana they offer support and safe housing for survivors of domestic violence and their children so for more details check out the episode description Okay. So now into the submission. So this is a submission that came from TikTok because I had gotten tagged in somebody's video who was talking about how her fiance broke up with her on her wedding day, which I think is like every girl's worst nightmare. Like you think you've gotten this far, you've gotten the ring, you've gotten the fairy tale, and then all of a sudden at the buzzer. It's like, yeah, that's not happening. So she was talking about it in one video, but then of course I had to do a little digging, had to do a little stalking. And I got so invested because I had seen videos of her at this bachelorette party that just looked like, a blast and videos of her wedding that I guess she still attended. And it just broke my heart because nobody thinks when you get that ring on your finger and someone professes their undying love for you that this is ever a viable outcome. Nobody plans to break off a relationship with somebody they thought they're going to spend the rest of their life with. So anyway, there was a story time on her TikTok where she was talking about how she found out about what was likely the catalyst of the breakup. And it was all from a phone call that she got from him him while he was on a date so they broke it up at this point and she gets a call from him and it starts to bring a little bit more clarity as to why things ended between the two of them so we're gonna get all the details when we break down it's finally not a miserable temperature outside which only means one thing summer is coming up and let's make one thing clear there is hibernation abby and there is summer abby and summer abby likes to feel light and healthy that's why i've been trying out meals from factor they've got meals shipped to your house that are super easy to heat up at a jiffy and you're probably like, you, a refrigerated meal that must be so unhealthy and gross? No. I can confirm these are delicious and they have so many different options like calorie smart, keto, protein plus, or vegan and veggie. You can also add on more than 60 add-ons every single week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. You get chef prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factors ready to eat meals so you can get back to doing what you love this spring and you don't have to clean anything up. Head to factormeals.com slash Breakup50 and use code Breakup50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Breakup50 at factormeals.com slash Breakup50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. If you're like me and the second you get home from work, you are ravenous. You are going to love these new meals I've been trying out from Factor. Factor has delicious, ready to eat meals that you can make in two minutes with pre prepared, chef crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. It's so convenient. I have like grocery store ADHD. Anytime I go to like Publix or something, I'm buying everything and then I come home with no meals. Whereas Factor, it's all the meal prep done for you. You've got 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. If you want to get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go, head to factormeals.com breakup50 and use code breakup50 to get 50% off. That's code breakup50 at factormeals.com breakup50 to get 50%. off on this week's Breakup.
0: So we actually met in college. It's funny. I always thought that I had like a crush on him and there are so many things. But we met, I was a freshman. We kind of ran in the same circles. But one of the funny stories that I did tell is we were in classes together and I used to actually count the number of seats because I knew we would do group work. So I would sit in the seat knowing that I'd be in the same group as him. So it's like kind of an infamous story. But we actually didn't get together then uh, he was in one place and I was another. But years later, we actually ended up getting together. Um, and he was graduating in December and I was graduating in May. So at first we were like trying to keep it light, but then actually like fell in love. <laughs> he, he actually said, I love you the night he graduated. So it moved from like one place to another. And then we had to figure that out. From there, we had like such an interesting story of after college, like we, broke up, I was going back to New York City and he was staying where he was, which was in another state. But my mom actually encouraged me when I was driving up from college to just like stop there, the drive's long. So I did. And then he decided that actually he wanted, it was more so on him when we broke up. So it was when I got there, he kind of was like, I actually can do the distance, like we'll figure this out, we'll figure this out. So basically then we were long distance and I think one of the best stories that is kind of sad now to tell, but um, when we were long distance, I was always a little more upset to like, when we parted ways and how are we gonna figure this out? He would always say like, one day we're gonna laugh about this. And then that kind of turned into like our motto when something went wrong or it was really stressful. So it was like, one day we're gonna laugh about this. And when we finally, after a year of that we finally got back together physically and we looked at houses and i moved back to where he was we did we like laughed about it and so then it just continued to be this thing where we laughed about anything that was going wrong so i think part of the reason like we fall in love was like that lightness of you know we're going to figure this out together we're in this together and can't stop us. We've done the long distance. We've done young to moving into like careers and all of that. So basically, that's how that
1: all started. With that. <laughs> oh, that's got to be so hard to look back on those moments that feel so romantic and like such a key part of your story, and now to have it in such a different light has to be heartbreaking.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, it's it's different now because the more we get into this the more you're like well what actually was happening was it us in it together like how what was happening and it is heartbreaking to think of the person that you thought it was gonna be in this forever and then to look back where you are standing now and like your whole world collapsed and you're building it back up like who was this person I was with
1: for seven years. Yeah. Like, I don't, don't even feel like I know you looking back on what actually happens. How long were you guys together period? And at what point did the relationship start to fall apart?
0: We were together for a total of seven years. And so the first year was basically college, like that last final year, us trying to figure out how to be adults. The second year was that long distance and we were commuting and we were actually pretty good at it. Like we, once a month, one of us was going to the other place. That third year we had that laugh about it moment but once we moved in it there were signs looking back hindsight's 2020 looking back when we moved in that's when the lying started but it was also so small like it was little things but you know you're looking at this person and you're like how can you look at me and just lie even that small and why why are you lying like and so with that You look and you're like, if you can lie about this, what else can you lie about? So now we have a year and that's kind of becoming like, okay, we can be trustful, we're living together, we're progressing our relationship. But then a year later is kind of where the start of the collapse happened because that's when COVID hit. Right before COVID was when I was worried, I'm like, we've moved in, we've been together, we did long distance, where are we going? Like, are we getting married? Where's my ring? Also the counteraction of like i said i was from new york city but this was down south tons of our friends were getting married and having babies and at this point my new york friends are not at that point but i'm like what am i supposed to be doing here so that was something i was afraid of but he was acting funny and i i thought it was because of that so covid hits and one day i remember this so vividly it's like one of those things that when it happens to you, it's just like, I can be in that moment right now. We were drinking margaritas on our porch, like our back porch, and we were just having fun. And I went in the house and I saw his watch was, you know, blinking that it was going to die. And I feel like I've seen so many of these stories on like TikTok in the news. So I picked it up and I was like, let me go put it on a charger, not thinking anything. And then the heart came up where you're like, Oh no. And your heart sinks. And so, you know, you do what they call the crazy girlfriend thing and you scroll and you go in and you see that it was on a do not disturb. And you see that it was initials. It wasn't anyone's actual name. So now like I'm honestly shaking, I'm scrolling. There's messages and there's all of this. And I'm just standing in our bathroom, like reading on a little watch and it's it's like unbelievable. So from there I I like just held it up and I just was like what is this? And looking back again, I was young and I'm going to keep blaming myself for being young and knowing the tools that I had then. But he ultimately owned up. And I thought that was a good thing. I was like, "Oh, he fully owned up. He was saying I did do that and he kept saying I don't know why. I don't I don't know why I did
1: this. But did some of the messages say like, were, was it obvious that this was an affair?
0: Yeah, it was a lot of like, the worst ones were like, you're so amazing, coming from his side. Like, I I didn't even care what she was saying. I was trying to figure out what he was saying. And it was like, you are just so amazing. And there were just like, you know, the bit the emojis of it all and, You're just like, they have the heart, the cartoons, and you're just like, what is actually happening here? And so he ends up, and again, that's where I kind of went into the lying thing. I'm like, so now you're lying to me, you're lying to her. Like, you don't know what you're, if you're saying you don't know, like you're now lying to her, and now someone else is involved here. And breaking it back down, I had been like traveling for work, and he would tell parts of stories of where he was, and then it turned out like he was with her. So that was... That was difficult, too, to put that together, to be like, I was having like a really good time and I was away and this is what was happening in reverse. And that's why you're acting weird, not because I'm like pushing this marriage thing. But ultimately, and this is also really I'm I'm a girl's girl through and through. He was like, I'm going to block her. I'm going to delete her. It's fine. And I said, you should tell her. I was like, this poor girl is also going to deal with heartbreak. And I don't I don't even know why I was like saying this, but I just kept imagining being her and not knowing why this guy like all of a sudden just completely ghosted me. And again, I see the stories. I hear my friends. I was like, you need to tell her that you have a living girlfriend. Like, this is why this can't happen. But he didn't end up doing that. And. Wish her the best. I don't. I don't know where she is now. Uh, I didn't know her, so.
1: (laughs) Do you think she had any idea that he had a girlfriend, or do you think she knew and was dating him anyway? I honestly don't know.
0: I like to hope it was the other way around. With that, also, one of the first questions I did ask him was like, "Has she been in our house?" Like, that was something I. I don't think I would have gotten over. So I don't know if he was smart by giving this answer or not. But he basically was like, no, then she'd know about you. So that made me think, you know, there's pictures of us. Yeah. That makes me think that she didn't know. Again, I'm a girl's girl. I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt. But from there, I kind of looked at him and he he was sad about it and kept saying, like, I don't know why I did this. I kind of looked at him and I was like, obviously, we're not getting married this second. But are you, do you see your life with me? Like, is it worth it for me to stick it out and be here? Or I will go back to New York City. Like, I'm not from here. I'm still struggling to make friends, COVID hit. So now as I was making that progression, I just have you. So if you don't see like, this is what you want, please let me go. And then of course I talked to my friends, my sister, my mom and the answers were just all over the place. And it was the pandemic. So you're like, where would I go? What would I? It, nobody knows what's happening because I, I believe it was like April or May when I figured this out. So it was, it was everything was up in the air. Nobody knew it was happening. There was like this wild, wild disease. Um, so ultimately, he was like, no, I, I want the rest of my life with you. So I stayed, at, and we worked it out. And we actually went to like couples therapists. We also worked on like, why can't we move from the girlfriend to fiance to to wife but why can't we move to that and we really worked on it and honestly I remember the day he woke up and was just like yeah I want to marry you it was in October I remember it was October and I remember just being like I've never heard you say that before and honestly he got a ring like in two weeks after that I gave him like a picture like he was asking about rings he actually bought the exact ring I wanted he I gave him a few pictures and he had the person this custom made beautiful beautiful ring with like vintage cut stones and he had asked my sister do you think she would like I know it's a pave band but he was saying the diamonds around the band and she's like oh yeah more diamond." like he added extra and it was just like everything felt back on track so this was again we not immediate. It was about a year and a half later. I felt really happy. The vibes were good, and I was like, "Okay, oh, hey, we, you know, we didn't, we weren't married. Sometimes this happens. Girlfriends, boyfriends, we're young, we're figuring it out. But now, like, he liked his job. I liked my job. We have this house. We have cultivated more friends, and now he's gonna propose. So with the proposal." He also did it in my favorite place, which is Bryant Park in New York City with my friends and family all around. We actually were supposed to get married in Bryant Park. So he did it right in front of where, we, so now it's ruined forever, but <laughs> he did it in front of the Christmas tree in front of where we were supposed to get married. I, I hate when men. The, my most favorite place, and we'd stayed at the hotel when we were long distance and I always told him, I'm like, that's where I want to get married. So the thought process, And it's always so confusing now to be like, look at how, how much you put into this, how much you were trying to show, like, I know you, I love you because, you know, you listen to the people with the shut up ring, but this was not, this is not a run of the mill ring that he just picked up. This was a custom made ring that took weeks to make. My sister was involved. And then you had my whole family involved
1: in where I'm from in my favorite place <laughs> it was personal it was personalized mm-hmm. it wasn't just something to get you to shut up about your about your relationship and marriage right. this is clearly a relationship that had legs again you know it
0: the ups and downs how everyone says but that's i think part of being in a relationship is sometimes choosing to fix something and choosing to you know believe that if somebody's saying they want to be with you, they want to be with you.
1: It's like, I believe that he loved me because he told me that he loved me. I believe that he (laughs) he wanted to be with me because he said he wanted to be with me. It's so unfair.
0: And some of the things are like, you know, believe actions over words. Look at those actions. How was I, how was I ever supposed to guess that those actions did not mean that you did not want to marry me?
1: in what world? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what world he was living in, but it wasn't this. it wasn't a good one it wasn't a yeah. good one
0: so we actually were engaged for 2 years because again the pandemic everyone moved their wedding so we got engaged in december of 2021 and we didn't get the date until october 2023 so all, all the way around like we had time that's that's what i'm trying to say here like there was a lot of time to to speak up and say these things so ultimately There were definitely, again, some trust issues from the past, where I was feeling that things were shady or sketchy, or I wasn't sure what was happening. And that's also I got when he had cheated originally, I got a therapist to deal with that, because that's that's a traumatic event, especially when you're in a location where your friends and family are, not and that's it. So I did. And the weird part of when I get into the after story and what all came out is that he watched me like try to be better for him and go to therapy. And you watched me like really try to work on like the feedback and that's where this all gets weird. Like there's two years of you watching me be like, all right, how do I, how do I include you in the wedding? How do I make you happy about this wedding? What parts do you like? And, you know, we ended up getting like, he really wanted trombones in the, in the band. So we're talking about the trombones. We're talking about the honeymoon. Like I'm trying to find things like where I do feel sketched out and there are red flags, but I'm like, you know, it's he's a guy, it's planning, planning, I don't know. But again, he's watching me try to try to fix things. Always. I'm always trying to like make myself a better person as well. Not even for him, but just, you know, it's good to have a clear set of mind. Um, so ultimately he he was like introverted and i'm definitely an extrovert so my therapist and i had come up with this plan that it might make him more comfortable to do a little courthouse wedding a couple of days before we did this big new york city wedding with all these 200 people so that's where this really just it just takes a (laughs) time so we got our our marriage license, also like a rough day for us as well. And that I always question now looking back at that because um, we we got in a fight and then we were on our way to the courthouse. But never, nevertheless, we did it and then had this license. So we now have to leave for New York City the next Monday, Tuesday, because we are driving. We have a dog. We're leaving the dog somewhere. The dress. We, I have three dresses for the <laughs> the whole weekend. We don't want to put them on the plane. So we're about to get the rental car, but that Sunday is when we were supposed to get legally married. So two weeks before I I see him getting nervous. I see it. I actually asked him the day all the money was due. I was like, listen, before I give this to everyone, are, are you sure? Like, you seem so nervous. Like, can I help you? Can I talk to you? And he was like, just do it just go like so i was like okay we're doing this we're we're getting married we're having this wedding and i just started getting more nervous and nervous and i actually like called my dad and i was like what i know he's a guy guys get nervous this is a big step they don't know and i feel like my dad still kicks himself for being like of course he's nervous. He's, you know, he's signing up for marriage. He's going to get a wife. Like, of course. And he's he's t- talking me down because I was like, I don't, I don't know, like, really. I feel like he's having a panic attack. I don't know. And my dad's like, no, no, no. We all feel that way. I'm calling like uncles, friends. They're like, yeah, we all feel that way. He's going to his friends. And again, hindsight, what he said, his friends said was interesting because what he had said, to calm down was that they told him the grass isn't greener. Like, why wouldn't you get married? And who who do you think is gonna, who do you think you're gonna find that's better than her for you? Like, we like her with you, she's supportive and all of that. I, I was questioning, I was like, are you trying to look for somebody else? Like, is that the problem? You're You're worried about being stuck with me for the rest of your life? So that is something I asked. And he was like, no, 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 like, That's, you know, guy talk. And I was like, okay, so everyone's on board. Your friends are on board. I'm on board. Everyone's on board. We're getting to the Sunday. We actually went out to breakfast that morning and we were holding hands across the table. We're talking about Christmas Eve, which is way after the wedding. We're talking about my birthday in January, what we're doing. We're talking about future tents after the wedding. And, you know, we went to go see if like the Ulta had my perfume. So he's still being helpful. And, you know, he, this is the craziest part. He was making a card box, a wooden card box for when people had their gifts that he was like wood carving our initials into. And so, of course, I think you're on board. Like, this is who does that? Because I was like, we can order it off of Amazon. Don't stress yourself out. Like, we can get like an acrylic one on it. And he is making... And it's beautiful. I, I'm so excited. I'm watching him make this card box. and about I want to say it's like three hours later. I am like beginning to get ready and he basically walks in and he's like, I'm not gonna marry you. Yeah, honestly I I, I take a seat on the floor. Like he is sitting on like the edge of our tub. Again, these memories are like, I could transport myself back there right now. He's sitting on the edge of our tub and I just sit between where our room and the bathroom is. I'm like crisscross applesauce. And I'm like, talk me through this talking
1: through it. How, how did we get here? You, you're you literally carving our name into wood in the next room. And I, even more embarrassing now, and
0: none of my friends would ever say that this is embarrassing. I was sending pictures. I was taking little pictures of him and putting the gif of Noah from the notebook being like, he's, he's building. Like, he's so... And they all knew about this box. And I I was like, I have, I have just sent all my friends about how romantic you are. A lot of our close friends and family know that tonight is the night we signed the piece of paper before we come to New York City. There are people that hadn't been to New York City there in New York City, taking a week vacation, ready for this, this event. So anyway, I sit down and I'm like, okay, you have to talk me through this. And so he's like, signing that piece of paper means I'm signing up to be miserable for the rest of my life. Did he expand upon this so-called misery that he's signing up for? I don't know. This this has been the theme word about like me and the wedding. And I am not, again, the train of thought is something I I can't follow. And that's, you know, what I said in my TikTok, I was like, you know, he had said that it was miserable and I was making him miserable and all of this stuff. And it, it was like heartbreak. Like I'm, I was sinking and being like, okay, how do I, my thought was, how do I fix this? I can fix this. We have a few days. We have it, and I—I kind of was like, if it's the piece of paper, you know, forget about it. Forget about this piece of paper. We have people waiting for us. My nails are done. My hair is done. Like, you just watched me go to a three-hour nail appointment to get like these beautiful acrylics, <laughs> like, also. And I—you had me try like the wedding band on to see how it looked with the nails, and I was just so confused. I like. This was my person. This was supposed to be my forever person. And now he's sitting here telling me I forever to me sounds awful. And forever to you is like something you were excited about. So ultimately, after I say, like, we don't have to sign the paper, he was kind of like, well, if I can't sign that piece of paper, that means we're not meant to be. Because I was like, let's go to the wedding. Let's go. Every, we've been together for seven years. Everyone that loves us is there. You know we have this three week honeymoon in through Europe. I was like, let's get yeah, let's get out of our element. Like let's go have vacation and not think about it. Let's just party, vacation, and then we'll come back and we'll figure the piece of paper out. Like we have a house, we have a dog, we have all of this, this whole life together that I don't I didn't want to throw away. Um, so that was that. And he basically was like, no, 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 like I, I, this is done. So this is going back and forth through the night. I'm trying to piece together what's happening. I'm not telling anyone. I told one person that I need to go like go on a walk. And we like went on a walk. And she also was like, listen, go get the minivan that you're renting. Just just go like until he doesn't get in that car. I don't know. Like leave, leave the paper alone. Like you're saying, who cares? Leave it alone. Like and. So everyone's in agreement of like, okay, this he's having some sort of little slip something. And so I get back and I I just like we're not looking at each other, not speaking to each other. So it's 1 a.m. now and I finally call my mom. And I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm like all alone. I need to tell somebody it's really we didn't get married she's the first one to find out like we did not get married we did not sign this piece of paper it was actually this is so bad his mom had sent a congratulations text message to us and this is what's happening and we see that congratulations come through and we didn't neither one of us say anything but it it was so heartbreaking it was so heartbreaking to get that in the middle of like what i was dealing with now my mom's about to get on a plane from new york she's like you can't be alone like sure again like let's not do anything about the wedding yet let's not tell anybody I'm coming down so now it's probably around 4 a.m we're still awake this is a mess this is the part of the TikTok where I'm like I my mom's coming I I don't I can't be alone like there's that's my resource I'm not close to home and this is my life might be falling apart and that's where he then gets his camping bag um that's where he you know starts packing long sleeves, rolling up a sleeping bag. And he's like, I'm not going to be here. I'm trekking into the woods and I'm going to go camping. Meanwhile, again, we have a house. We have a dog. like We have 200 people who are steaming their outfits, ready to get on planes, trains, to go to New York City. And so he backs out. I, just, again, I can't forget these moments. I, I just watch him back out. It's like the sun is just rising and he is pulling out of our garage with camping stuff. And I'm here with our our puppy (laughs) and a mess. And my mom's not going to be here for another six hours. And I'm just alone i'm just alone and, and not knowing what to do it all gets really blurry but i have i don't hear from him, from him for days and it it kind of becomes my me reaching out being like we have to deal with other things um, because his mom had actually called me to tell me it's officially canceled he's told all the groomsmen and we actually started telling our side essentially my mom and dad and my sister know my brother doesn't know he's off in college people are asking where my mom is. Um, I have like a very close family and they're like, where is she? Like, she's, she's not in New York. Everyone has each other's location. They're like, what's happening? My dad's trying to like make up these stories, but eventually like now his mom has called me. It's probably like two o'clock and she's like, no, no, he's not changing his mind. And he essentially she told me he's not coming back till you
1: leave the house. And I was like, well, are just going to supposed- live in the woods until you decide to get out. What if you never left? He's just gonna- he
0: actually one of his one of his friends went and I was communicating with his friend's wife. He, his friend went and he, they went to his house and they got him out of the woods. But I still have the screenshot of I should delete it. But there's a screenshot of me screenshotting him in the randomest part where there's just trees and rivers and it's just his location. And it's the wild, like, cause when, not that nobody doesn't believe me, but this is such a far-fetched story that I'm like, no, I, I was sending people. I was like, I don't know where this is. Somebody go. I also was very concerned about him. I was like, what is this reaction? I'm very scared. I'm having his friend help and they were making sure to let me know that he was safe and all of that. Cause on top of that's like another whole layer of like, I don't know what this person's doing. This isn't the person I know. Like I, He's so scary. It was, yeah, he basically was staying there until I left to go to the party because in that moment, when I'm with my mom and my sister, I said, we're going to have the party. So (laughs) we didn't invite anyone. We just, whoever was asking, and it was mostly our side. Like I also, with his mom telling me that they canceled, I was also getting the hotel calling me being like, people are canceling their hotel rooms. Like what's happening? The Venues calling me because it it was connected, and I'm like, I don't I don't know what's happening, and they're like, should we be canceling? And essentially, we we're like, no, we're going to turn this into a dinner party. We we have this band, we have all the hors d'oeuvres, the food, like nothing. We're not getting a cent back. Like we're four days out. This is this is it. So the only thing that really had to happen was I did go and buy a new dress, so it's not going to show up in my wedding gown. But the party was actually a fun isn't the right word because I there was a lot of time where I actually I remember at one point I was sitting and just staring and I felt so bad for my mom's friend <laughs> I was staring through her though she just happened to be in like my line of sight and it was like that TikTok sound with the screaming like everyone's dancing and everyone's taking shots and having wine and I'm sitting there like I'm at my wedding that I planned for two years and the one person I wanted here with me is MIA that was that but other than that like I tried to have the best time I could there are videos and I also put that up on TikTok as people were so interested and to see that I had a sparkly dress I did a lot of tequila shots (laughs) I had someone following me around with a water and a tequila shot one of the waiters and he was so sweet he's like okay now drink the water um but Then I had to go back to where we lived. Um, I had to get on a plane and essentially pack up my whole life and figure out my next steps. Um, So from there, it got sort of hostile. And this is the point where he was kind of trying to make it into my fault and saying like, miserable, crazy. He has to look out for number one. He's been so concerned about me and my anxiety again. Like this is always this theme that it was like, I was not trusting or had this anxiety, or it was just this theme of, he was telling me like his friends think I'm crazy, his family thinks, I'm- he's right, he's right. And I'm a mess because I'm like, where where is this coming from? Like, we were supposed to be married. We were supposed to be on our honeymoon right now. Like I'm getting notifications from the food tour in Spain that we're not there. This is where it gets a little nutty and where I was provoked to just, drop everything on TikTok. He started to butt dial and I use air quotes because the first one I got, I answered and it was girls screaming like, woo, like it was a football game night and I hear that he either is with girls or there's girls around, whatever, I hang up calls right back. Again, it's the woo woo. I hang up. Now I'm like, okay, the third time must be him being like, oh, this is, this was an act. Like I'm realized third time again. Now I text him. I'm like, stop. This is like hurting my feelings. And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And so I'm like, okay, fine. This is a butt dial. And this, this is important, honestly, because of what happens next. This is a butt dial. I'm not thinking about it. We're all having fun. It's the day after Thanksgiving. I was having fun that day (laughs) until this was happening. And then actually my friends scooped me up and we went to a karaoke bar in the middle of New York City. And they were like, you're just gonna sing, you're just gonna belt it out. And it it ended up being fine because I have such a great support system i.e. the wedding was 100 people. Now they're all around and just trying to amp me up. Then the phone calls between us and we were supposed to, you know, like figure out the rings and figure out all these little details that were left. They started getting like pretty, again, like hostile and things were my fault. And I, for the last two years, just, was so crazy about the wedding and the funds and the spending and it it just turned so interesting into this person that like absolutely hated me and I couldn't figure it out and I was trying to be so docile everyone was like the best thing you can do is just live your life go on the up and up like try your best and it's also exasperating to try to do that when you're so like so heartbroken. (laughs) Like this wasn't you know, some sometimes it's like I thought I was gonna marry this person, but it just didn't end up that way. I I was at our wedding. Like we were we were supposed to get this was supposed to be forever. And I'm heartbroken. I'm trying to, you know, I got a new apartment, I'm alone in a studio, I'm trying to get to this new normal of I I don't even have a person to like go to the grocery store with, like that kind of thing. And he's just telling me like all these awful things, like I don't I don't know. I was so confused. It was ironic that it was the week before my birthday. I get this call at 10 pm and it's in my pocket and I pick it up and I see that there's a three minute voice fail. This is me being so silly. I'm thinking it's hit him. It's been three months. It hit him. He's just gonna say sorry, not like we're getting back together, but like, you know, things could have been handled differently. you know, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry that this all happened. No, it is an end of a date. But dial, (gasps) again, it's an end of a date. It is um, a woman thanking him for dinner. Him being like, of course, I would buy you dinner. I'm listening to and I'm I'm out with my friends a Friday night. I'm, I'm out and I, my stomach is dropping. I will say my best. I'm trying to get over the situation, but you don't get over someone that fast. And then I have to, I have to listen to you on this. It was whatever. And so that's when I made my first TikTok <laughs> because I know, I don't know what's being said about me on that side with his friends and family and that was where I was like, I'm, I'm doing my best to do what I can to move on and be, be still loving. Like I still have love for you. I'm still going to try to be not this person, turn into this person. And I, I don't think I did. I just think I shared my side of the story. But so I got on TikTok and I was like, you know, does anyone else's ex fiance who left them right before you were supposed to get married call them? But dial again. I actually gave him the benefit of the doubt because I'm still doing that, that it was a butt dial. And everyone I sent it to was like, oh, my God. First of all, how could he butt dial you? It's 2023. It's it's very hard to dial, especially when it's not one of your top contacts. You know, the lineup of where that conversation started. So, you knew he just bought someone for bought dinner for someone like he also could have at that point it was a voicemail he saw that your name was there he would have been like i'm sorry don't listen to that like i don't know where that starts i got nothing so everyone else was like you know that's cruel it's cruel he's still like every moment since he said i'm not marrying you has been cruel so again i made the tiktok and then people were like tell tell the story tell the story and so I, I sat down and I wrote it out as cleanly as possible. And some people made notes like, why are you looking down? And I was like, this is, I'm nervous. I'm scared. But yeah, like I want to tell my side of the story. I no longer want to sit here where people are, where, like, where are the wedding photos on her Instagram? Where, like, what happened? What did, what did she do? Like all those things. And again, I shouldn't care what people think. But in that moment, I... It was my birthday and I was just like, this is it. I'm starting with a clean slate and I'm going to tell my side of the story. And that's how the TikTok got picked up, which is a three minute version of everything I've just said
1: right now <laughs> good for you and god i mean I'm, I'm hearing everything that happened after the wedding and it sounds like you said like cruel like it sounded like he was punishing you in a way so i think like for the five percent of people who left negative comments on your tiktok in their mind they're probably thinking well what did she do like what did she do to make him punish you like this like what, yeah. what do you think from his standpoint why do you think he would do that After all this, when he's objectively in the wrong, he doesn't want to feel like it
0: was him in the wrong. Like, it's possible he cannot fathom what he's done. Honestly, I think it's hard. It's hard for any person to think that they did that to another person. So there needs to be a reason like no one just does this. And I think that he needed a reason to say like this is it and I actually did forget a really juicy part which was and it's in the TikTok which was and that's where I got really really mad and made the full TikTok the other girls that came forward of the messages so that's where the the anxiety I kept talking about the anxiety and the therapy and like I heard from other girls that he had spoken to and you know also saying like you know they were confused and all that and there were messages some of them in the screenshots dating back to the first year we're dating some of the messages dating to days before we bought a house together like I just it's so confusing to me that the whole and that's again the first part I said I'm so confused as to this person and again I think you need a reason to also do that and you know there were times I caught a snapchat where you know I'm being crazy and being like we can't be together if you're accusing me of this. So there's women's Snapchats and there's, you know, things that pop up on the iPad and he's saying it's synced to like college and he got all his old messages back. And I'm silly and looking back of like, I just wanted to believe it. I wanted to be with this person. I wanted to, I wanted, again, like you said, like I wanted to believe these actions and words that you also loved me too. But yeah, that was also the juicy
1: part I forgot. But well, I mean, it it answered the next question I was going to ask is that, do you think he was cheating on you throughout your entire relationship? Which it sounds like, yes. So then, I mean, we have no idea. I mean, we have the, I only
0: caught the one truthfully. Uh And you know, I, there is a level of like, what do you Think is cheating and is messaging somebody cheating, even if you don't act on it. But like looking at the messages, you're like, you don't say that to someone like you wouldn't do that in front of me. So why would you do it behind my back?
1: Well, emotional infidelity, I think, is just as valid. I mean, if you're yeah. looking for attention or if you're going out and you're flirting, I think it's I mean, it's the same thing. You're you're cheating on your partner. We can call it microdosing or you know, some little <laughs> but like regardless, it's some kind of infidelity. So then my second question is mm-hmm. let's say that there there was a theme of discontinuity. 10 and him wanting to look for other women or validation throughout the, the relationship. Why do you think he just didn't break up with you before the engagement? Like, why do you think he decided to go through with it?
0: I would, that if I ever, I'm like, it's better for us to like be no contact. And every, that is a lingering question that I think, I have to one let go of, but I'll like I'll always have, but it's something I just have to let go that sometimes you just don't get the answer. You don't get closure. I, I don't know when I looked at him and said, Am I your forever person or I can go back to my social circle, my support system, which again I, I'll I'll harp on till the minute I die, how great of a support system that I had here. Like I have that. I have such a community and it's not here. You're my community. So if if you don't want to be my community, you don't you don't have to be. I gave you the out, and I gave I gave you the out before we paid the money for the wedding. I gave you all these outs. I sometimes I think there must have been something in the back of his mind that clicked that he wa- maybe wanted to hurt. Maybe he thought I hurt him in some way, in a different way, or like the trust thing. Or I, I have no idea. I would love to say like it turned into like the everyone was so excited for the bride and you know we he had come to the bridal shower and he saw the bachelorette and i had you know i think 15 to 18 women actually come to my bachelorette and he watched all this community and support and i don't know if he thought like i should i don't know i was better off with that but i just think there were better ways to go about what had went down and a gentler way to like, do
1: this to another person. There are a thousand other ways he could have done. Even let's say, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. And let's say really the day of the wedding, he's just like, I can't do this. I thought I could do this. I can't do this. He could have been so much kinder with the way he went about Mm -hmm. it. Instead he ditched you for the woods and was like, see you, literally see you never. Uh, Enjoy the wedding. I'm gonna alert my friends and family that they can bounce. I'm leaving you. And I will say it bounced between him
0: Being like, well, you needed that community to you had this party and an anger towards it. You went and did the whole thing. You had your wedding anyway. What were you supposed to do? You either lose out on the money or, you know, eventually we had to speak to each other and be in the house together. And there were flowers and cookies and balloons and Halloween things that people are trying to cheer me up with. And that is the moment I told him, I was like, I just want you to know because I'm not in charge of other people's social media and you have all my friends, we're going through with this party. And I remember him looking at me saying, Well, don't you just get everything? And I kind of was like, Well, not everything. I I am also confused as to why you were I wanted you at that party. You were supposed to be at the party with me. And he did walk out the door after that statement. But I don't know. It's just it was so complicated and so confusing. But again, like it all came down to like this huge support system that I had that has kept me going, did kept me going in those moments has always been around
1: me. And that also seemed to make him upset. What was the reaction on both your family side? Because you talked a little bit about like how his mom sent a congratulation text and then they all bounced from the wedding. So like did they apologize for his behavior in any way or did they kind of just go MIA?
0: It started with like we're so sorry this is happening. They saw me like as if I was around for seven years. You know it's pretty integrated into the into the family at that point and I felt pretty close with all of them and it's not like we ever had any issues. I know people Say they have issues with in laws, but they were generous and great, and participated in like wedding events. And it was, you know, once they said that, they kind of bounced, and I haven't heard anything since. I've heard things that he has said that they said about me, but at that point, I don't, I don't know what's true and what's not. There's been some accusations that came from him, so again, I don't ever want to say that that is what happened, but accusations in what way like you cheated on him and that's why he's bouncing no more so it was about like the wedding and how we like took the money and it was about like how they actually i think the the worst thing i heard like heart wise like heartbreak wise was they never saw him with somebody like me which i actually have no idea what that means and again this all came from his mouth i i don't know if this is Anything they said, I I don't know if he was trying to hurt me, but that I don't I don't even know what that means. But that was the one that like sticks in my brain at the most when I was like trying to pack my stuff up and leave
1: and just hear that, you know, I was never supposed to be with him anyway. I mean, just the way that you've described the spark of it sounds like he had some kind of resentment towards you. How have you been dealing with this? I mean, are you in therapy? Are you talking to somebody about this? Yes, I am in therapy.
0: I'm still working with the person that I was working with to begin with who I will say and this is not to get back at that comment because now that it sounds like that everyone told me they took a sigh of relief everyone told me that something was awry and that they loved that I was happy but they saw the mean streak they saw the resentment they saw these things I had like we went on vacations and we all this stuff that Most people took a a deep breath that it didn't happen. They just hated how it happened. And that's inclusive of like my therapist who when I walked in and told her it was canceled and I was crying, she was like, I thought you would have canceled it. I thought you knew that you deserved better. So, you know, uh, as I speak and was telling people like the story I'm telling you, I saw it with rose colored glasses. I saw this person who obviously always had like a cruelness there. I just was blind and thinking like it, it was never towards me. So it's interesting to hear that. And it's always like, you're better off. Also someone who could do that to another person, you're better off. So I, I'm trying to look at the bigger and better, very, like the universe took something away it's going to give something better. It wasn't meant to be so other than like, I am, you know, trying my best. I still get sad. I still, you know, it's only been three months since that happened. So it's, it did take me three months though to speak up. I will say that like, I was scared to speak up, scared to tell my side of the story. Like again, just worrying about protecting him and protecting like now that my family hears other things that went on, like they didn't know like the half of like what was happening because I was so far away. They just love having me back here and the the support i'll i'll never stop saying it the support of friends family people have taken again planes and trains to come see me to stay with me to do girls night to you know even my friends like that have boyfriends and husbands have you know made sure we're at the bar because i get a drink they get their wife a drink they get their girlfriend a drink victoria gets a drink like make sure you know that she makes it home safe like all this stuff so it's just it's so heartwarming and it's the best part of it all to have that. But it, you know, it, it's, it sucks. That's like ultimately point blank. It all of this sucks and it's going to take a minute to recover.
1: <laughs> you did say you, you had love for him. So why, why did you see your life with this person? Because we can hear all this and we're just hearing the vads. We're like, Oh my God, that guy sucks. But yeah. what was it about this relationship that you really saw forever in? I felt my safety
0: in him which is the worst part because i felt like all of my safety was ripped out from under me and i was so alone and bearing against the world i felt like he he always was trying to to me before like all the resentment it seems like he wanted the best for me like he really was presenting and i will say what everyone said was like you guys were always laughing every time we saw you we couldn't tell that this was going on in the background because you guys were always laughing we very much were, like, in the moments we were happy, it was so happy. It was so good. The ring, the proposal, like, when it was there, it was there. And when it was fun, it was fun. And it was just, again, we, were, we really were always laughing. He's probably still, like, the funniest person that I ever have, like, come into contact with. And it all ties back very beautifully to, like, one day we'll laugh about it. And I had actually said that on the way out and I I regretted it because I was like, I don't want you to laugh about this. <laughs> but I did say that to him and I said, you know, one day we'll laugh about it and just to tie that up with a bow.
1: <laughs> if you could leave my audience with any advice, would it be one day you're gonna laugh about this or are you still not there yet? I think in life, it's just gonna or one,
0: one day you're gonna laugh about it. And even of the, of the absurdity, like, there are so many jokes you can make and there are so many fun antic jokes that i now have like you have to laugh at just how you make a plan and the universe is just going to do what it does so you have to kind of stay positive you have to laugh about it 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 will get better i i remember like the second day thinking it will it will never get better i will never feel better and Although I'm sad, like every day gets a little bit easier. Every day you're thinking about what your next step is. But yeah, no, if you don't laugh, you're going to cry. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> tune in for Thursday's breakdown bonus episode. We're talking about how to get over the person you thought you were going to spend the rest of your life with. I mean, what a mind fuck, right? I'll see you whenever you decide to tune in next.